Layers of Intelligence and Consciousness. I'm Rick Brooks, and this is Rick's Mind. We got a fireside chat for you, and John has promised me he's going to... I've been gone, I've been out for a week, and I've been promised I'm going to get the garden holes of information just fucking cranked right up to a thousand Totally unfiltered. I'm just going to spray it down. Uh, <laughs> unbiased, so I can believe him again. The trust has been repaired. I'm just kidding, dude. What's up, man? <laughs> <laughs> Not so much. What's been nice and trying to survive seasonal depressions, like sudden sudden comeback, Wait, considering it come... it's gotten so damn dark and cold. It has gotten cold. It, the, rains, um, the rains have been kind of shitty. I was in the mountains, so there was a lot of snow mm-hmm. where I was camping. Um, that was interesting. It was very cold. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. It was very nice. cold. Very cold, very fun. So what have I missed, man? I've been off the internet. Oh, boy. I have been lurking. I know that you've been on. I've gotten a bunch of emails, a few mm-hmm. texts. What's what's going on in the world, John? Well, where do you want to start, man? Well, uh, let's, let's start with... We had an we had an election in our state, a lot of elections. The red wave did. did not come, which is No, it was more like a kind of a a red tide that really didn't come in. So there was like there was like there did the did the we're going to be po- political alert, we're getting political. Did the <laughs> did the Republicans take the house? Yes, the Republicans okay. did take the but house, not by a huge but majority. it's only by like maybe one or two seats. <laughs> oh, that's not um, good. Um and then the Senate right now is 50-49, and the one seat that's still up is uh, Georgia, which uh, was Raphael Warnock and uh, Herschel Walker. Neither got over 50% of the vote, so they kicked the third third place person out, and they do a runoff here in about a month. Wait, wait Herschel so, Walker? What's he, what's, what is, what's he running as? Republican, really? How if it, I I am amazed Hell that you yeah. have not seen <laughs> shit, dude. He is batshit insane. I like love you can you can see every bit of CTE coming through. Oh, how dare you, sir? I don't <laughs> know anything. Some of his videos, I don't know, <laughs> dude. Herschel Walker. Let me just explain. Herschel Walker is a fucking freak athlete, and I'm pretty. I'm ninety eight percent sure. He was a professional fighter. He fought for Bellator, mm-hmm. I believe. He's yep. a martial artist. He's a stud of a human being. S- absolute stud. Oh, did and you potentially might be a senator. Potentially might be a senator. Good for him. What's, what's, what are some of his policies? Wild. What does he? What does he want? Uh, to do? I mean, he's basically just a trumper. Like nothing, nothing exciting. Uh, let's get this screen share going. Here oh, we goodness. go. I love the screen share. So. Yeah, only state left is Georgia. And you can see Raphael Warnock had 49.4 and Herschel Walker had 48.5%. But because of the 2% that the Libertarian took, neither got over 50. So now they go to a runoff. And I believe it's like the first week of December is when the runoff election is. I feel like you're starting to see a lot of Libertarians, like low key, man. Like he took 2% of the vote. Good for. I mean, they've they've been out there. They've been out there. Uh, Do you think they're coming into play more and more now? I think they are, but I think not in the way that you think they are. I think they're coming in as just like a slush fund for establishment Republicans to pump in for a spoiler to to take votes away. I feel, no, no, I don't think it works. I feel like the Libertarian Party would be more apt to cycle siphon votes from the Democrat or from the Republicans. 
Yeah, but you have to. The Libertarian Party right now is controlled by the the Mrs. Caucus, which is like a from an economic perspective, they're Austrian economists or Austrian economists, but they are extremely conservative and they're basically like Peter Thiel Republicans. And so like they're they're most of their races. I mean, like they were okay running. What's his name? Last to Gary Johnson's running mate, who was the governor of Massachusetts as a Democrat and had absolutely no policies that would even remotely begin to be libertarian. Yeah, Yet weird. he was on the ticket. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, that is weird. <clears throat> but so anyways, so, that's yeah. So the the Republicans did not have a red wave. Uh, it was really nary even a, a like rainstorm. Uh, they, they're gonna, at, they're still, the Republicans still kind of like, even if they take, uh, let, let's say they win Georgia, right? And so then it'll be 50-50 and the Democrats will have the tiebreaker with the vice president. But you have to consider that, uh, Kirsten Cinema and Joe Manchin are essentially, they're Democrats, but they essentially vote with, uh, the Republicans almost every time. So the Republicans could technically have a... Two vote or one vote uh, majority in the Senate, and like the House, they've. I think they. I'll have to look up the House. I'm pretty sure the House they only won, um, like by like two votes or two two seats. Hmm. I'm sorry, seven seats. Oh wow. So, and there's still a couple a couple races right now that haven't been haven't been called. Uh, like there's some in Arizona and some in Nevada. Um, I think Lauren Boebert's uh, district hadn't been called yet because she's actually potentially might lose, which would... Really? She's crazy. Yeah. I know she is her. Absolutely she's fucking super insane. crazy. Right Damn. now, she's she is. Uh, there's 99% reporting. She has 50.2% and her uh, opponent has 498 so she might pull it out, but it's pretty damn close. They might go to a runoff or something. But that that was honestly one of the most shocking ones because I I dislike her with a burning, seething passion, mm -hmm, and 100%. I really hope that she does not get back in. Yeah, that's but crazy. It turned out a little better because now the I mean it doesn't really change a whole lot of the situation uh, with the the whole country because really twenty four is where it's going to come down to. Um, but the Republicans kind of shot themselves in the foot. That was the, I think, historically the worst turnout for a midterm uh, with a president that, what was it? Like, the Republicans had something like a, a really, really small turnout, much less than they thought. And it's the lowest amount while having a sitting president with, like, in a sub-50% approval rating. Yeah, it's <clears throat> it's interesting because... I I heard something about even in the Oregon elections, like it was one of the mm -hmm. lowest turnouts ever. I I think it, it my my theory is the Republicans did so much to gaslight their own voting block that everything is rigged, the whole election's rigged, nothing can do. So then like they they shot themselves in the foot. They took so many people out. That I, probably would have voted. Yeah, I think that oh, that's a good point, dude. I've never thought about it like that. I mean, even like like historically, midterm elections are normally always lo much lower turnout, mm -hmm. and especially in states where a senator isn't being elected, that that cycle. But 
you still have like generally it is when a sitting president with such a poor approval rating is in usually that's when at least one of the chambers will like vastly change hands and yeah. then the next party will start setting up their like their role for the next uh yeah. the next cycle but at this rate the republicans can't do anything but push to the middle if yeah. they want to have any kind of say in what's going on. Yeah, it's and it's super interesting. I think you're right. I think that's actually a pretty good point that you made with the gaslighting. Oh, the election's rigged. It was stolen. I think that really yeah. just pissed a lot of people off. And it was just like, fuck it. What's the point? Like, mm-hmm. get real nihilistic about it. And I'm just, they're like, I'm not, what's, I, it's, this isn't real. It doesn't matter. And I'm not going to vote because no one cares. Yeah. That's a really good point. That probably is what, what, that, Damn, that, <laughs> that's that, so that's funny. My be- I mean, that's my best guess because, like, you had like 2016 was one of the highest turnouts ever, at yeah. least in the last 25, 30 years. Mm-hmm. And it was because Trump did so much to re enfranchise people that were disenfranchised and had didn't hadn't voted or never voted. Yeah. And, and he. I mean, he did it, but then the Republicans also played along that, like, there, I mean, there were still people running, um, who was it, Blake Masters, the creepy school shooter dude, uh, running for Senate that lost in Arizona. Um, he he was pushing the, uh, the election fraud narrative throughout this entire uh, campaign, and so were uh, several other people. All of the hand-picked people that were picked by Trump all lost. Which there's there is there's going to be a a, there's a civil war. I mean, like the United States in general is in like a cold civil war right now. But the Republican Party, it's so funny. I would have my money would have been on say five years ago that the Democratic Party would have split and become some two different things. But at this rate, the Republicans are going to be the ones that do it because you have the kind of more like quote unquote moderate. Uh, Republicans that are more establishment corporate Republicans that are all against Trump and they're starting to go for DeSantis. And then you have the Trump people like uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert and all of those people um, that like, I mean, like what DeSantis did in Florida is entirely because of how gerrymandered. I mean, he personally gerrymandered the voting districts in Florida and he won by 50. He had over 50% of the vote. Um, which historically Florida has been a very purple state and this time it was not. Uh, he won 59.4% uh, and, 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 and only about, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, five districts in Florida voted for, uh, well, also the Republicans or the Democrats ran Charlie Crist against him, which was like awesome. They could have done a corpse and it would probably have been better, but only four districts, and most of them are Miami, Orlando, Tallahassee, uh, big cities. But they, I mean, that was a whole thing in, in our uh, long-going series of uh, me trying to convince you that DeSantis is not a good a good dude. We don't know. I've, dude, it's, we're two years you out. You got to read me. that dossier. I, I sent I'm you, going like, to. But we're he, two uh, years out. We can't. Oh, we're yeah. not going to go down the DeSantis train. Oh, we're no, not doing not today. it. Absolutely but not. This this election is a hundred percent because of what he personally did to the uh, redistricting in Florida. They there were so many districts that uh, were written out that were historically majority black districts that had 
uh, had or had in the past sitting uh, House members that were black that no longer. It is just, like it is a entirely Republican state. I have to see this. That's which that's is wild. That's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, listen, kudos to the man with the vision <laughs> that's just fucking <laughs> sitting there holding on to power. What a bastard! I mean, that's what Can't they. I wouldn't I do anything where it was. Though. There were a bunch of people in the press pool uh, the night of when they called it for him that were uh, trying to ask him, "Is like, would you serve a full four-year term as governor?" Yeah, that was he good. He straight up would not answer, and so everybody started chanting two more years. Because I mean, you have to be an idiot to not think he's running for. I president. thought that that was funny too. When his, um, I oh, think yeah. it was the person he was debating, whoever who I don't know who that was. That was a good question. Can you tell the people of Florida mm-hmm. that you're going to be that here was Charlie for Chris. four years? Well, Charlie Chris, yeah. it was a good question. This is a good Charlie question. Christ, a former Republican, actually. Wait. <laughs> yeah, like back when uh, crazy. when W was president, he G-dub. was the he was after it was after Jeb Bush was president or uh, not president after Jeb Bush was governor of Florida mm. or just before um, yeah. Charlie Christ was the Republican governor of Florida. I really miss the Cheney years. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be the only one. Maybe Raytheon doesn't. I don't. Miss it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I, I Dick Cheney. But when it comes when it comes to our home state, uh, I'll have to look it up. Um, as last I saw, I mean, they're still counting votes. We probably won't know officially for everything in Oregon, at least for probably the next couple of days. But governor went to uh, Kotech and she God, won by like six percent. Son of a bitch. Let's see. Yeah, she she won pretty well. Let's see. So yeah, Senator time. Rob Wyden once won this uh, uh, won the senator's race. How did the Pacific Greens do? How'd they do? Um, would love to know who's that candidate. I mean, none for of them? none of them won, unfortunately. No, but who was I it? voted for several of them. Who was the guy that was? Um, I think he's running against Wyden. I can't think of his name. Uh, Dan Pulju. Yeah. U-L-J-U. Yeah, yeah what's he, his... He got 1.2%. Dude, so I voted for you. we are among the 21% of people that Bro, voted for him. <laughs> I voted for you. I want you to know that. A huge fan. But, I think that's him. Does he have, yeah, like, long the, hair? Is, uh, they don't have a picture of him on it. here, so... What, oh, what does it say? Does he have a thing... Uh, I don't know if it's dossier what it is, but like, does he have a thing mm-hmm. about like? I think he's like pro Second Amendment, and he does look like yeah, he he looks like a hippie. So yeah, yeah, that's who I voted for. Yeah. He was like, I because um, not the Greens were like super liberal, but this is because we got to change our foreign policy and bring us. The like, Greens yes! aren't that liberal. Really. No, they're not. I was surprised. Mm-hmm. I feel no, like that but, party's kind of fractured. Like there's like some like crazy mm-hmm. people like myself, like guns, and then there's other people <laughs> like no. <laughs> it's, yeah. like, it's a good mix. Well, so for governor, yeah, Kotick won 47.1 to 43.5. It was not even close. Hmm. And it was split exactly along the lines. The only surprise was that uh, Salem's, whatever Salem's County is. I can't remember what it's Marion. called. Marion County. Marion County went for, for Drazen. Good. And so did Deschutes. Good. But all of the others that you would expect all went for uh, You Kotick. bastards. All of you. Sorry. <laughs> I'm so pissed off about this. Uh, dude, no. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rant a little bit. Like, God damn it's your it, podcast. people. <laughs> Listen, and I'm not in favor of everything that Drazen at was going to do, but she couldn't have done it anything because the house would have been Republican, but, it, mm-hmm. or excuse me, Democratic, but like just 
as a, like a warning shot. And then for the first time in our lives, Oregon would have mattered for the presidential elections because the Democrats are like, oh, wow, this state's not guaranteed anymore. And like nothing. Well, listen, I hope that Kotech is able to solve all of the problems that that is that are going on in the state. I hope that we're able to kind of mitigate this homeless crisis and the and the and the fentanyl epidemic. I'm, I wish her nothing but the best. I hope that she does amazing things. That's the logical, like very respectful side of me. The other part of me is like, I hope she fails in everything. <laughs> I hope, I hope so too. But let's be real, just she's nothing's gonna just, fucking change, dude. No, she's just Kate. She's it, she was in Kate Brown's administration. Exactly. Like, come on. And like, I, so I voted for Dre's, uh, not for Dre's, I'm sorry, I voted for Kotech, not because I like her, I but because I don't like Drazen, and that was like a defensive vote. No, I get it, bro. I, I I don't agree with her positions, you know, but she's a Republican. I probably wouldn't agree with a lot of them anyway, yeah. but it was because, not because of her, but because of what the message would have been had Oregon been won by that particular Republican and the type of people that would have emboldened which there are an unfortunate a lot of them in the state. Um, but know. ballot measure wise, everything passed uh, or is is passing right now. They've called uh, 112, which was uh, banning slavery for criminal punishment and 113, which was setting... Uh, Attendance rules for le- uh, for the legislature, so yeah. you can't, there can't there be walkouts. Like, there was like no cons to that one in the voters' no, pamphlet. No. Like that was you know, the only one that was a slam dunk. Yeah, there was. Dis- well, listen, it, and you fucks had voted for one fourteen. How dare yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the, no, the, the, the rants of a lunatic here, uh, dude? No, I don't I'm, think I'm that, right with you. I don't think that that's a, and we, for the listeners that don't know that are listening in other states, but let's, let's read what one fourteen is. Yeah, 114 requires a permit from law enforcement for people to purchase firearms. Applicants would need to be uh, complete uh, complete safety training and pass a criminal background check. The measure also prohibits magazine capacities of over 10 rounds. Okay. Which Let's a just... lot of... So one thing, I'm pissed off about 114 too, yeah. for a lot of the same reasons you are. One thing that I have learned since uh, Tuesday, as more has been coming out about we it and everything... things already. Yeah. A lot of those, uh, a lot of the language in 114 is directly taken from California and one or two other states that had similar rules that passed, but then were just gutted in the courts because they were fully illegal. This is exactly what's going to happen. Like this is not not only that you already have to do background checks and all that shit to to get Mm -hmm. a gun. Right, number one, mm-hmm. and number yeah, two, not not very good background check. Well, but you do, yes. Again, you and I disagree. It's like on if you that. have a pul- you have a pulse, and you don't have an yes. active warrant. And I wish there were less of that. And I'm not saying I'm smart. This is just how I feel, people. Okay, I'm not saying I'm the most reasonable person. I I'm, I kind of take a like a Colin Noir type stance on gun control, and you should look him up. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> anyways, we were like pro defund the police. Okay, <laughs> in mm. this state, I wasn't, which didn't but, happen. But exactly, but I mean, a lot of people were like pro defund, and we lost a lot of cops oh, yeah. and shit. And like, look at where we are now. Okay, and so now those same people, and I know you fucks are the same people. They were like, no, defund the police, but we kind of hate guns. You now have voted, okay, that like 
cops who I thought that we were all on the same page of, of, I mean, yeah, I don't really like cops, but they're necessary evil, right? They have all the power. They don't have the manpower to enforce it. What is the training? How much is that going to fucking cost? And then the other other thing is they don't have to have 10 rounds in their guns. They can have more than we do. They can have as many as they want. Yes. The paranoid Rick, we're setting ourselves up for the government to have like even more more of an advantage Mm -hmm. than they already do. Well, I mean, you already see like uh, the Lynn County Sheriff, which Lynn County is... uh, Albany, Oregon, yeah. essentially. It's, it's a pretty big county. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he said from, he's not going to do it. No, and there's going to be more sheriffs that come out and say they won't oh. enforce it because it's not, A, it's not enforceable because you're going to have, it. it's like every other uh, magazine capacity law that's passed. It doesn't work because you grandfather in everything else. If I, I have, let's say I have uh, AR-15 magazines, right? They're Allegedly. all 30 round magazines. Allegedly. 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 And they're all fi- 30 round magazines, right? I bought those, you know, a decade Allegedly. ago. Allegedly. Yes. You know, if I had those, they're still legal. Yeah. But if I went to go buy one today, mm-hmm. then, you know. Let's and, say. And what do you, what, how the hell do you, how do you, how do you enforce that when, like, California has magazine capacities, but they don't really even enforce it. Yeah. I, I could go to Idaho and buy as much as I want exactly and come back to I mean. Oregon and they can't do shit. That's exactly what I would, that's exactly. And then not only that, you've just, you've just now, like, I sometimes wonder. Like, I don't think that they do this, but I sometimes wonder if, like, like Big Gun, if there's such a thing as Big oh, Gun. I yeah, feel like I they mean, fund some of it, because everyone, there's a run oh, on yeah. guns, because obviously, you know. Colt, Remington, Walther, yeah. Smith & Wesson, they're everybody, like, they're all going to be pumping money. Oh, dude, they're, well, they're, they're going to be like, we got to send all these clips out to the state of Oregon right now. We're gonna, they're going to be running out of shit. <laughs> um, their they magazine, don't do that. It's it's a magazine. It's not a clip. You I know like that. Clips, You're, you know more about like guns. clips. I mean, 114 is, like I said, the only measure that was a slam dunk well, gun, was wait, 113. Hold on. In gun culture, we call them clips, not magazines. No, we don't. Yes, yes, we do. No, we don't. Yes, we do. No, a magazine A magazine is like you insert it into the gun. No, a I'm, clip is literally a clip of bullets that you slide into an internal magazine. I, you, you, could, you could do both, but in the gun culture I hang out with, we call them clips, man. Hmm. I don't like I magazines. I've been around too. magazine people. Really? Yeah. A lot of things are starting to make sense now, John. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Well, like, so 114, right? Like I said, 113 was the only slam dunk measure, and it was 68.3%, and that was the legislature attendance policy. Mm-hmm. Even the fucking banning of slavery was not a slam dunk. It passed 55.7 to 44.33, meaning that 778,000 people in Oregon think it's totally cool to have slavery or indentured servitude as a criminal punishment, (laughs) which is pathetic. Um, (laughs) That's so bad. 114, like I said, is 50.9 to 49.1. They haven't called it. It's 95%. It's going to go to the wire. So they haven't called 114 yet? No, they haven't called one four. They've called one twelve and one thirteen, but they haven't called one eleven, which was the uh, right to affordable health care, and uh, one fourteen, the gun one. And like the lobby or the voting block that gave one fourteen the the go, I hundred percent. It is it is suburban liberals because suburban liberals are this this. They're it's ubiquitous across Americans. Suburban suburban liberals are really weird. 
about shit. They are like anti-gun and pro-police, but then they're also like pro-defund the police and pro-small government and all this shit. That it, it, there's so many conflicting views well, that I, yeah. I guarantee you these people just thought, oh, we need to gun control? Oh, yeah, there's a gun problem. Now let's do this. Well, but it's how, it's how it was marketed. It was like, Major 114 saves lives. I didn't see one single ad for anything. The only ads that I that I saw were the day before, like two days before election day. How? I got like How? a stack of shit in my mailbox. Oh, okay. I got ads for everything. Um, I didn't see. Let's see. Yeah, I got I got a lot. I know I didn't get any Republican ads, which like I kind of was upset about because I only got <laughs> I only got like the Kotech ads on my mm-hmm. YouTube, and then I, and then when I saw that, I was like, well, this is going to be a problem. I talked to some of my friends, and like they, they, they mm-hmm. got a lot of the like Drace and the Republican ads. And I'm like, mm-hmm. what does this mean? Does this mean that I just like based off of my viewing history on YouTube, like I'm like just doing very liberal things. Yeah. It can't be. Yeah. I'm watching like fucking UFC fights and it's, and it's like keywords. It's I like when um, lectures. Like uh, the Daily Wire, for instance. Uh Ben Shapiro's I watched, oil money. I watched I watched that shit too. I right. That when t- they put out uh Matt Walsh's <clears throat> What, what is, is a Woman, woman documentary. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They paid for advertising with Google AdSense. So any video that was had any like that had a keyword for like transgender or gender or yeah. whatever yeah. pro or anti mm-hmm. that pre-roll would run Listen, like so it, it's just it's it, just keywords it it was interesting um actually we won't go down that but i did i did watch <laughs> a ben shapiro uh i think it's like a clip on youtube mm-hmm. a few days ago and he <laughs> He was so pissed off. He's like, if a football yeah. team that's supposed to go sixteen and zero doesn't go sixteen and zero, they go. <laughs> I don't know. They go. My favorite eight, was go watching. Eight, eight heads need to roll. The entire Republican <laughs> leadership should be fucking fired. He didn't say fucking, but he's like, they should be fired. And it's so funny, like watching the dichotomy of him with uh, Clandis Owens. Uh, oh my just god! Okay, anti John. like anti-semitic shit and he's just like well uh you know it's um anti-semitism is really bad but you know uh she's making some good points <laughs> i have no i did yeah i have not I've stayed away from i don't even know what's going on did, did wait did did kanye buy par parlor is that real yeah wow. yeah you know who he bought it from who did he buy it from candace owens's husband so it's just a, it's just it's another it's another one of her grifts to get him out from under a sinking ship and give it to Kanye, who is no longer a billionaire because Adidas cut him. Yeah, he's yeah. The last time he's worth two billy. Um, <clears throat> not anymore. He's worth. I think they're saying he's worth about four hundred some million. So it's like he's not hurting for cash, but that Adidas valuation is what was pumping his numbers, and he just like pissed that all away. Damn it, Kanye eight. West. Still love him. Still love him. I, I have such a hard time. No, trying what to you, love dude, John, you, you know what you got to do. What, I just keep telling myself he made graduation. No. He made graduation. Divo- you got to. You have to divorce. And honestly, I'm not. You got to divorce people from their art. Oh, I, I do. I you do. And I fully, I fully endorse that mindset. Mm-hmm. Kanye West is probably, for me, the hardest one to do that. Wait, because why? Because I love his. 
because I love his catalog so much and his music and his fashion. And from an artistic standpoint, I do think he's a genius. Yeah, he and is. I think he's a very talented producer. Yeah. So just, it just the harm that he's doing on his own. Well, here's the is thing. It just though. makes it, it's like, I don't, I'm not like, I wouldn't stop myself from listening to Kanye West music at any point in the future. But right now, I can't. I just, I have such a hard time listening to it. What if Kanye is, a while ago, there's like a, a Seth Rogen skit where he raised a bunch of money. And mm. you're like, man, Seth, you did a great thing. He's like, what are you going to do? You can do a bunch of bad shit for the rest of the year. And he's like, I can't. What if Kanye, what if he's just like, I've, I've given the world so much good that I'm just going to fuck shit up for a while, you know, to, I mean, to kind of even it out. You know, what? It was the- funny. You could see like a week before he started going crazy. Uh, like publicly, he's been this crazy. time. Oh, I mean, okay. I mean, this this particular instance of him going crazy. He was on, uh, I think it's called Drink Champs, and he was just being like, "I can say anti-Semitic shit, and Adidas can't touch me." And then, and then he just you could see something cogs turn in his head, and he was just like, "I can say anti-Semitic shit, and they can't touch well, he's, me." I, I, did you <laughs> did you watch the his interview on Lex Friedman? Yes, I did. It's fascinating. And I I like, because Lex is a Jewish person. Yeah. And listen, I don't, and I'll take a bit of a... It was nice seeing someone actually push back against him. I don't think he's anti-Semitic. I'm going to just, I'm going to say that right now. If you listen to what he's saying, the the way in which he's saying it is bad. Um, Yeah. But I do, I don't... I don't, I, mean, anti- I, don't also, think, I don't think he's anti. I don't think he's anti. He's an. Uh, what is he saying? He's a. Uh, he's essentially a black Hebrew. Israelite, yeah, which yeah, which is like horribly anti. No, 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 no. No, and they're. <laughs> they believe that black people are the actual lost tribe of Israel, and the real Jews are. The real Jews are black people, and the people who call themselves Jews are imposters, which is ridiculous i mean is um, it no <laughs> and like there's been a lot of stuff that's come out since then yeah. that people talking about how it and this is and i've heard this now from several sources and not just the same person that he wanted to when the album yay came out he wanted to name it hitler i and i shit you not i'm not lying well and like that in that one Within the last couple of years, that one really infamous video of him at TMZ going off about how slavery is a mindset yeah, and a choice. I remember that. Apparently, there was uh, TMZ cut a good 20 minutes of that to save his blackmail material because apparently he was going off about how Hitler wasn't wrong. He had a lot of good things. He was just trying to make Germany great for German people. Um, well, hold on. We're we're, the, like, we're time out. We're we're off in the weeds now. We're, we're doing oh, a lot yeah, of yeah. speculating. Okay. <laughs> I mean, this is not me speculating. This is just relaying what I have read yeah. from people who have worked with him. For sure. But let's not. We won't go there. You know. Yeah. You know, we're gonna get Kanye West on the show at some point, and someday that'd be cool. Gonna, we're gonna. Um, but anyways, so we're we are we don't know whether one fourteen passed, and. It's, Extremely close. It's looking like it's probably going to. So probably going to. But I will say it's going to get eviscerated in the Ninth Circuit. It won't. I don't think it's even going to make it to the Supreme Court because there's so much precedent to to strip out the um, at least the the magazine capacity. The law enforcement was didn't want to do it. I just I just can't wrap my head around nearly nine hundred thousand people in the state are super chill with having the police make the final say on whether or not you deserve to own 
of something for self-defense. Yeah. That's, you know, I mean, for like things like, you know, uh, like concealed carry permits, things mm-hmm. like that, that that's fine. That makes sense. But like just straight up gun ownership, there should, there definitely needs to be stronger background checks and maybe some sort of safety training of some sort. Like there, there's something has to be done. I don't know what it is because it's an incredibly complex issue, but this ain't it. I mean, this is, this is, I have seen so much from people who would not be aligned, like far left Antifa types, um, like gender activists, everything advocating for self-defense, communists activating for, or um, advocating for self-defense and Republicans and far right people advocating for self-defense against 114. Like that should tell you something. Yeah, it's not smart. <clears throat> but people are afraid, no. man. They're they hear like major one fourteen saves lives, and it's they they really want to make it it's that simple. It's it's totally a lie. It, I mean, I think it makes things more dangerous. But who knows? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, we also are you know a product of our environment, and and we were raised in a very pro gun culture. I know that I was, especially my household. Mm-hmm. No, so like, was, that's yeah. what I. That's what I believe. It's like a core belief that I don't think, for whatever reason, that's just one thing I won't budge on. And yeah, I my fe- family were never hunters or anything, but we were very like. Yeah. I mean, we've we've come from countries where yeah. you were disarmed and overrun by your government. Exactly. So we're kind of skeptical. Exactly. Which is why you got to be just a touch more Republican, John. You got <laughs> Nick Ramos. No. Nick Ramos <laughs> style. Um, <laughs> no, but so what's going on? What did what did I miss on the internet? You got to fill me in too. Holy God, man. Uh, well, Twitter is a dumpster fire, and I say this from a very level-headed place. Twitter is an apps even more of a dumpster fire was before Daddy Musk took over. Un- unbiased, unfiltered. Unbiased. I swear to God, uh, no, unbiased. No, no I know. Okay. I know I, so, I saw, hold on, real quick. I saw Marquise mm-hmm. Brownlee, who's like a tech mm-hmm. guy that I yeah. I've, I've been watching his video less to a less degree so now, but like for years, mm-hmm. and <clears throat> he. I know it's my understanding that they're trying to charge for the blue check marks now. Yeah, eight dollars so a month. That's not even. That's that's not even. Okay. That's part of it. That's part of it. So uh, Musk took over. Probably what was that about two weeks ago? Mm-hmm. I think he took over on the twenty eighth. Technically, yeah. Uh, yeah, he took over on the twenty eighth. His the first thing he did was fired seventy five hundred employees, nice. and the majority of those people were engi- the engineers who actually build and run the algorithm for Twitter and then the entirety of the content moderation department Mm -hmm. within several days, like Monday, Tuesday, um, what was it? Uh, usages of the N word, the one you're thinking of went up 500%. Hard R. Yeah. Hard R's. It's the wild, wild west again, baby. (laughs) And, uh, so, Twitter had some uh, problems with their advertisers being upset about this and and pulling their advertising money because they don't want their products to be associated with like hate speech. Wait, 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 like wait, that. wait. How? Wait, can you pull up a picture of the ads that were associated? <laughs> I I don't know if there are. Oh my god! I really hope there are, dude. I gotta see this. Well, space today, SpaceX just bought a huge campaign on Twitter, so you know that doesn't seem oh interesting. Uh, Good for you. Elon. I can't can't <clears throat> find anything what you're looking for. I can I'll find something later and I can put it in the show notes. But uh, so he publicly came. Elon Musk publicly came out and tweeted that Twitter is in really dire straits mm-hmm. because the advertisers are upset because they don't want to be on a platform with 
like basically no moderation anymore. So Elon Musk then went back and they have been trying to rehire a very good portion of that the content team or content moderation team and the engineers because they axed all of the engineers who actually wrote the goddamn code Ooh. for Twitter and knows how code how Twitter works. And instead he just brought in his team of yes men from Tesla and SpaceX and uh, what's his other company, um, Neuralink or whatever. And they had no idea how to run a social media platform, right? So then his his plan, because you're going to take a, a platform that relies on user-generated content, right? That's how they make their money or whatever money they make is from their users. So instead they were going to do Twitter Blue, which was already a thing. Previously, it had been like, I think, two two or three dollars. And I, I don't know, you got to be like, you could super follow somebody that like you could do like a Patreon type thing where you could pay for, you know, following or whatever. Um, they were going to charge eight dollars. At first, they announced it was going to be eight dollars. It was going to give you a check mark. And it was going to give you all the features that like verified people get where you can you have a a special tab in your notifications that you can see verified replies and things like that. Uh, within, I think, a couple days of him announcing that, he did uh, some big talk uh, for some economic forum where they were asking him what his plan was and what they what his plan was. He came out and said that when people get Twitter blue, they will have a separate check mark that'll be different from uh, like uh, public figures and journalists check marks and things. But what it will do is it will prior- prioritize in the algorithm Twitter blue subscribers and check marks over non-subscribers. So you would have to scroll through like pages and pages of check marks to get to see, like, say, someone you follow or a friend. Uh, and that was <clears> going <throat> to be only if you paid $8. So then last week, they launched Twitter blue with this, uh, this feature. And uh, so what it did was essentially completely – it completely misunderstands the whole point of the checkmark system on Twitter. It's not it, – it is somewhat a, you know, a social status thing. But in reality, it's for verifying the person who owns this account is actually this person, especially for journalists, politicians, things like that. So what they did was – you could buy eight dollars, and you could you could have a Twitter verification. And when you change when you whatever you put your name as, it stayed. You couldn't change it after that. There is though zero verification of identity in it. So what the idea was? This was supposed to uh, take away the power from the bots and the trolls. And instead, what it did was everyone started bullying Elon Musk and trolling him that tons of people changed their uh, their profile pictures and their names to Elon Musk and started tweeting shit like I saw one that was like uh, boy I I don't understand why people are so mean to my good friend Jelaine Maxwell and her and her boyfriend Jeffrey Epstein I used to spend lots of time oh, on their flights no. and on their private island <laughs> and so then him. Elon Musk started personally going and suspend permanently suspending people that were doing that and then this is this is also after the first day that the first tweet he made after he took over ownership was uh uh, it was comedy is now legal on twitter and then comes out and says that 
anyone that is engaging in like parody in uh, like bullying or parody without specifically putting in their their header or whatever that it is a parody account will be permanently suspended. Oh no! And despite that. He just kept, there was a, one person uh, that I follow, uh, Ethan Klein from the H3 podcast. He, he did the same thing. He changed his name to Elon. It, like he had his handle as Elon Musk parody. He had like the header and the bio, everything. He got banned. Did um, he really? No way, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah. And so then also, because these people don't think ahead, people started making uh, verified fake accounts for brands. Oh, nice. uh, one in which is the funniest fucking thing Pull I up. think. Pull it up, dude. Is it like uh, Wendy's? Yeah, we is it the Wendy's oh, one? No. Oh, dude, no. what is it? I can't wait to see this. Uh, let's see. So somebody made a fake verified uh, account for Eli Lilly, <clears throat> oh, the, the uh, pharmaceutical manufacturer. Let me pull this up. And while doing this, they sent out a tweet that said, uh, where is it? Lily they have the original tweet here. Oh, yeah, here. Here's the, uh, the original tweet. We are excited to announce that insulin is now free. <laughs> Dude, this is awesome. Yeah. And uh, <sighs> so then the actual Eli Lilly account came out. And said, uh, "No, this is not. This is not true." <laughs> Wait, where is this, dude? This is uh, amazing. So that's theirs. These are a bunch of different ones. I have a video that I'm somebody made. Wait, wait, what's that say? Can you? Um, Why? Uh, let's see. Sorry. Here's Twitter. <laughs> yeah. What does it say? Breaking news. I'm Breaking news. I'm officially declaring November as Hooters month what to does emphasize that say? the need for strong family values to return to the USA. Can you scroll <laughs> can you scroll up who's that a parody of? Uh let's see. I think it's supposed to be uh the governor of Georgia, oh, Kemp. My. <laughs> he's got he's got a rainbow flag yeah. with a giant like yeah. with the, the cross. It's, it. oh, it's so stupid, dude. This is ama- uh, no. This is making well, dude. This is making wait, like, there was so one, much better. There now. was there was one that somebody made that was a fake account for uh, Northrop Grumman that <gasps> said uh, we are going to be halting weapon sales to. Uh, several countries including saudi arabia israel and the united states and then they came out and were like no no that's not true dude this is but so here's the best part of the eli Lilly one let me find the uh let me find it so because of that in stock trading right oh dude you see that uh see this big this big old crash right there oh man that was because their stock lost uh, something like 10, 10 or 12% because of that tweet. And not just them, but like about five other manufacturers of insulin also lost a, a quantifiable amount of value. I think theirs ended up being something like $12 billion dude, of valuation. this is amazing. No, the, dude, Elon I is- I fucking love Elon's it. Elon's I fucking made love Twitter it. better. He's made it better. He's made it better immediately. Dude, you cannot disagree with me. It's fucking- Fucking wild again. In terms, of, I'm loving it. In terms <laughs> of like so though, awesome. 
so here's here is my my take on it, right? So they they have taken away. Here's the other part, though. So they they're not doing the Twitter blue verification anymore, because uh, so when when it happened, you could like on the I think I'm not about sure about the website, but at least on the app, you could click go to somebody's profile and click the check mark, and it would tell you. You know, it would say, you know, this person is verified because they're a government official, Mm -hmm. public figure, blah, blah, blah. Or you would click it and it would say, um, you know, this person is verified because they have a Twitter Blue subscription. Uh, People that had actual verifications previously that had bought Twitter Blue to have some of the other features lost their actual verification and also couldn't change their name after that. So, like, there was an instance that fucking Doja Cat had her her display name is just Christmas, right? Mm -hmm. And so she replied, she tweeted him and was like, yo, I don't want to be Christmas forever. How do I change my name? And then Elon Musk replied to her and said, you just go here, do this, and you can change your name. And so then she changed her fucking profile to an Elon Musk profile. And she was like, great, thanks. Oh, man, that's so funny. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a disaster. And like for, for business reasons for Twitter, like so he paid uh, $44 billion for yeah. it. It's now it's now private, so there isn't any kind of public valuation. But from everything that's been said, because of the lack of revenue that has like advertisers have pulled out, um, it's bleeding money any more more so than it ever has. Yeah. They're saying that the value of it now is roughly twelve billion. Yeah, and that was, so this is what he was talking about when he said like filing bankruptcy is a very real possibility. Isn't mm-hmm. that what he said? Like, yeah. Oh yeah. man, that was the the first he wrote a uh, that was on Friday this Friday uh, this past Friday he wrote a the first memo to. Uh, the first memo to Twitter employees was like, you know, it's like, sorry, this is the first menu, but we're really screwed. <laughs> it's like I, at this rate, Twitter's fucked and they'll be bankrupt by potentially the end of the year. Oh man, he'll figure it out. I know he'll figure <sighs> it out. See, 100%. I don't think so. If his, if his genuinely, if his idea is taking a platform that relies on user generated content and then charging to charge those users for their content to put it on the platform, that that shouldn't, is not going to work. No, I, I would agree. I don't know. I mean, I think we're talking about in terms of being verified or not, but I think mm-hmm. if, because everything's pretty much, nothing's free, but everything is no. air quotes free on the internet. You're really selling your data, but like it's, mm-hmm. it's, you don't pay, you don't pay money for it, right? You pay, you pay for no. it with your soul and your information anyways. Right. But if you're going to ask people to pay to tweet, that's not going to work. I don't so think, but I think what, it's the what idea. What service of, am I get? What service are you providing? Yeah. You're, you're giving me a, 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 an app that I can say dumb shit on. Yeah. Cool. Why would I pay ten dollars a month but for that? I think he's trying or to $8. get people to pay to be verified, not to actually use Twitter. Right. I th- because I think he's he is he's misunderstanding, I think, fundamentally that the verification process is not really a social status thing. It's, no, it, it's I disagree. literally to verify people. No, no, no. I definitely think it's a social, social status thing. Like getting no, it is, it is in a lot of ways, yeah, but I don't a, think there's enough people that can do that to keep it afloat. No, no, not at all. Cause the vast majority of the users on Twitter are not verified. They're just regular no. people. Um, right. Same thing with it, but the, you get that blue check mark to your name. Oh, it would be really cool to have a social account. media. God, dude. Yeah, but I so my crackpot theory. The more that he's, I think he. So I I think 
there's there's two ways this goes, right? He either just straight up bought this as a joke, and because he has the world's biggest ego, because people just worship him, he just did it, and he has completely sunk his fortune into this, and now he's got to make it work. The other flip side of this is Tesla's stock has been going down a lot recently because of how he's running Twitter, and everybody's like, well, shit, if he's running Twitter like this, how is he running Tesla? You know? Uh, the other side of this is I think he potentially might have bought Twitter to destroy it because Twitter is probably the best source of real-time news and to get like unfiltered stuff straight from politicians or from significant people. If you crash a functional and successful social media platform that has <clears throat> content moderation and all of the like actual verification then it's just going to it like increase the narrative of like well there's we don't have free speech anymore and we need to go places where i can say hard r's and praise hitler so that's my <clears throat> that would be my my theory I think I don't think he's smart enough to do that. I think he's just I think he just bull rushed into it and he's just fucked himself. No, I think he's buying it um as a means to generate the first self of fully aware or uh artificial intelligence. That's also very plausible. I think you think he's dumb and I think he's probably like super smart and I think that I don't think he's I don't think he's dumb. I think he's a smart person. You gotta let your. I hate. think that you he is divorced. He has way too much ego, and has never had anything. He's never really had any failure in his life. And he's not gonna fail at this. Yeah. Did you want to have a bet on this? Know. I don't know. Should we bet on this? I'll bet you twenty bucks. Yeah, sure. Let's do a hundred. I'm poor. I ain't got money. I'll do, okay, I'll do twenty <laughs> bucks. Twenty. What's uh? And 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 failure would be. Twitter goes bankrupt by the end of 23. No, 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 no. There's a difference between chapter seven and chapter Actually 11. Actually, like dead, 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 or he sells at a massive loss. Ooh, I would take that bet. So I won't, if, I, I don't know, I can't remember. He's already lost I think chapter 11 bankruptcy. Billion in valuation. Chapter 11 bankruptcy is like not that bad. I think chapter seven's the worst. I mean, will seven you pull is that, like. We pull that up. Yeah. <clears throat> I got to make mm -hmm. sure. Let's see. Pulling up, pulling up. Here we go. Chapter 7, sometimes referred as liquidation bankruptcy, is the most common type of bankruptcy in the United States. Uh, the courts, let's see, provide liquidation of, of an individual's property and then distributes it to creditors. So that would be it's, like... It's chapter 7. Yeah, you're fucked. Okay. Then chapter yeah, 11 nine is like... Yeah, 9 is for municipalities. 11 is uh reorganization okay so if he just, fires chat if he file if he files chapter 11 i it's it's totally fine no, he'll, he's fine okay yeah, cool, if, cool. If, yeah no it, it, it's gonna be based on the fact that he he fired the first fucking day he fired all of the engineers who actually built and run twitter which is another reason like shows you what he actually thinks of like legitimate engineers he doesn't he thinks he's an engineer and he's just a rich kid well he's a he's one of the greatest inventors of our time he's gonna get us yeah. to the he's gonna get us to mars he's given he's invented us quite a backstory for himself he's given us that. the tesla motor company 
you know, or Tesla now, they dropped the motor company, uh, which was mm-hmm. great marketing. He's one of the greatest marketers ever to exist. I'll um, give you I'm, that. He is a very good marketer. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, your hate for Elon Musk is just, it fascinates it's just, me. It's, it's, it's <clears throat> not like, it's not hatred of the person. I really don't, like, as a person, I can give a shit about Elon Musk. It's the public persona that he's built and how many, like, not just, like, people in general, but how many people I know personally in my life, present company excluded, who worship the man, who are incredibly, genuinely intelligent people who create, actually create and build things and design them themselves, and they're worshiping a man who is nothing more than a checkbook. He bought everything he had. Or it was given to him by his, you know, blood emerald diamond, whatever, owning father. I don't know, man. I mean, I think SpaceX is something he invented. You know, he did buy Tesla. I mean, he started the company. He didn't really invent anything. His, his engineers may have. But, but he, he found the personally. right people, man. He, that's half of it. You know, he's an organizational Maybe. genius. He's From f- what I've heard, working at SpaceX is not a good time. Oh, I don't think working at any of those companies. <clears throat> that would be miserable. Because, I mean, the, one of the other things he did, too, was the, the first day he took over was he told everybody that they had to work in-house at the office yep. 40 hours a week, yep. no more remote work. And the first, some of the first people they fired were the remote work people. Yeah. Well, listen, which but, is if you're truly an innovative, you know, brilliant genius, it doesn't take a genius to see that remote work is the future, especially for positions that are fully online and have no reason to be in a room other, other than just like occasionally for a meeting. I, I kind of disagree here and because if you're working at don't give me the corporate work, work culture I'm, thing, well i'm just i'm going to give you i'm going to give you what it takes to be successful every single one of these like facebook when it first started also, out also laid off 11,000 people i'm sure the they day. did they're not doing meta's just it's not what it seems <laughs> no, to be yeah um anyways when that, that company was coming up mm-hmm. they would have like when i think google launched Google Plus, Mark Zuckerberg gave an Mm. impassioned speech and he said, there's no weekends. We are all working seven days straight until like this threat. And and it's, Mm -hmm. here's the reason this works. You have like dictatorial like powers because everyone's making so much fucking money. Everyone's incredibly invested. If you work for a company like SpaceX or something like that, where you're legitimately trying Mm. to change the world, your work-life balance, there is none. Because that's what it takes. You have a stake in this. So I think that he's... Any any big job where you're making that much money, you have... You might not even be making that much money. You are literally... The the money that you're going to be making is either the stock options when you go public. Mm -hmm. Like, you're all working. So that's the kind of culture he's trying to bring into Twitter. Because if you think about it, Twitter's kind of stagnated. What have they done? Yeah. He's trying to change I mean, they created a very... The thing with Twitter is it's so strange. Like, Twitter has always had a problem at being profitable. Yeah. Because I don't think Twitter really can. No. Because it's Twitter is a, is it's a service but not in the sense that like you pay for it. It it provides a public service in a sense. Yeah. Like if there's ever a can genuinely if there's ever a candidate for a public corporation, Twitter might not be a bad idea. Because like it it is like I have yet to find one single thing that is as good as Twitter when there when shit's there's popping, nothing. there's nothing better. There's no, there is absolutely there's, nothing. There's better. nothing. Maybe like maybe Reddit. If you go to maybe 
if you like a go, live thread well, or something. Well, you, ha- you can't go, like I can't go to any of my, like my Reddit page because it's all segmented into like stupid, mm-hmm. you know, funny things. Yeah. But if you go to like our all, like you could probably mm-hmm. be, but I really do feel yeah. like Twitter has always been the tip of the spear because Twitter is Twitter you, is real time because you yeah. can track you can you you don't even have to use hashtags you can just search a word mm-hmm. or a person's name and and, and it, it will give you everything and things trend there like super mm-hmm. well it's just it's kind of but I don't know I miss the whole Twitterverse thing like I just never got yeah. that into Twitter I was always like it I I was on Twitter for like a minute when it started or very early on. And it wasn't until I had my own music and art project that I was trying to promote that I started using it. And then I really got it is like, yes, it is. It's very effective for communicating, but it's, it's literally just people having conversations yeah. like, or just like you're it's, it's like they say microblogging. Yeah. you know, it's like, it's fantastic. Like I love Twitter because like, I am not, you are a very good writer, long form. Mm-hmm. You're fabulous. I I can't write long form. I can speak long form off the cuff, but I can't write. But I can throw down, you know, how many is it? Like 120 characters? I can throw something quippy down. You mm-hmm. know, that's that's my my writing skill. Yeah. You know, and it, the I will say the Jack Dorsey took his uh his money and ran and he started a it's kind of cool. It's uh called Mastodon that it's a new social network that it's like a combination of Twitter and Discord in the sense that you have like individualized communities that are like discord servers but then you have the larger network like twitter i'll have to check that i don't even know because i'm mm-hmm. i still don't understand discord it's just it seems to be like it's so locked down it's like a can you you were you weren't an online you can a little bit but like you weren't online back in the like early 90s when the internet was just all message boards and mm-hmm. like image boards that's what discord is it's, it's like an old school forum except it's just prettier and like there's more features yeah but you can't like i can't just like fucking i don't feel fr- i feel like i have to know about stuff yeah like, you, you know yeah. what i mean, I mean like, you have to you have to it's get kind in, of like you have to get invited to these sir i don't i'm not but the thing is mm-hmm. i'm not plugged in enough to like really utilize it like I feel like you it have to like, game. Uh, you got to be a gamer, or you got to be like you don't necessarily have to be a gamer. Like it's gaming is generally like it's a very gaming centric program mm-hmm. and network because of like who it's made for. Like people use that. Like uh, I don't know if you've well, you never really played video games. There was uh, it was like the first voice chat protocol called Vent mm-hmm. that like. I used to use it when I played World of Warcraft back in the day. Yeah. And like everybody would have a vent server, but that's what Discord became. It has the voice chat, it has video chat, it also has the message boards and things like that. But there it isn't like say like Reddit where you have all these individual communities that are part of a, lo- a wider network that you can also see that wider yes, network. Yes, that's my issue. That's, you can't that's see That's not it. the part with Discord. You there I think there are like repositories, unofficial repositories of like public Discord servers, but for the most part like all the ones that I'm on are, are all private ones yeah, that I, are invite only or like specific community-based ones for like uh, podcasts or you know, personalities or something. I also think that's cool, though. Like, I think that mm-hmm. that's what's going to make that one. I think that that's what's going to make that one, like, super cool and super niche. And you're, yeah. the users that you're going to get from that are going to be more hardcore because mm-hmm. there's an exclusivity component to that. Yeah. Another thing that... Because it's basically taking the thing with Twitter because, like, Twitter is the wider network. There isn't, like, that little walled garden kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But, like, you have those with, like 
like I have them, like I have, I don't know, however many like mutual followers that we each follow each other and we have been for a while. And like, they have a thing that like, uh, that they put on there called inner circle that you could like designate what accounts that you can send kind of like how on like Mm -hmm. Instagram, you can send stories to like specific like groups of people like that. But there isn't any kind of like specific functionality that's like built around that. Holy shit, dude. I'm just, I just, I just pulled up Mastodon right now. Mm. I like it, dude. It definitely looks a lot like Twitter. Well, yeah. I mean, How wait? Did Jack he Dorsey just start thing, it? So. Hold on. It launched. It just. It launched like just before or just after Elon Musk bought uh, Android. Massive. I like the mm-hmm. logo. I like mm-hmm. what is it? What's it about? Hold on. This is interesting. I'm, I'm always looking for new social media, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, welcome. Yeah, I think. I think. I don't know. I have high hopes for Mastodon because I think it's taking it's taking the best parts of Twitter and Discord and Dude, putting maybe them we together. Should, we should probably get on Mastodon. Yeah, I have an account on a Mastodon server, but I don't remember which Explore one. Explore Feder. What is Federated? What is this Feder? Isn't a John Fetterman no. fan club? Local. I still haven't quite figured it out, but like it's. It seems pretty damn cool. How many? How many? I think users? it's taking. It's. I think it's. It's like taking the concept of like Twitter, how they always say like, or like TikTok, how they people always say there's always like there's like black talk that's like <coughs> black people, and there's like hip hop talk. It's called black or Twitter. Cooking talk. Yeah, or like black Twitter or like Scottish Twitter, that kind of things. So those like kind of unofficial groups and networks of people that they're just kind of like solidifying it into an actual server you know well, this is this like new i would love to get i'd love to be like early on in the macedon train yeah we can figure out how we can federation the dominion what i don't know how you could we, i think you can even make your own mastodon server yeah i don't yeah we'll have to look into this that's interesting yeah there's like another thing that uh pisses me off about social media is like um what was that one it, it it started during COVID and mm-hmm. <clears throat> it was like an open forum where you could just talk uh, and they have little rooms. It was called. Oh, oh yeah. I know what you're talking about. It was iOS only and it was like voice chat. Yes, it was iOS only. Yes. It was yeah. Like, uh, I can't what remember is that what it's called. fucking called, dude? Um, Let me see. Uh, listen. No, is it called listen. It was not called oh, Clubhouse. 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 That was cool concept, but like no. But everyone else, like then Reddit had like a Clubhouse feature, and then I Twitter think, has that too. Yeah, but it's stu- everyone just copied. Like I would be so pissed because they were kind of they were making a run at it. Like everyone was on Clubhouse for like that was very. Four days. I mean, fairly innovative. It was yeah. very innovative, yeah. and then <laughs> yeah. and then like. All of a sudden, like, oh, you can do it on Reddit. Oh, you can do it on uh, this on place. You yeah. can do it on. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I was like, that sucks. I'd be so pissed if it's someone just like, did that. It's just a voice conference thing. It is. It's not even that terribly innovative. No, but like they had a thing. Like they were hot for like two days. Well, it's probably like mm-hmm. two months. And then like all yeah. these other. It's I, I hate Instagram for stealing Snapchat stories. Like they had Snapchat stories. They stole it and they did it better too. <sighs> That's, I like I so I, I don't okay, know. Don't if you're take wrong. it from me. I don't know if you're I wrong. never, 
I barely use Snapchat. Oh, man, I'm still... And I even back in the day, I didn't. But when Instagram stories came out, I did because I already used Instagram. So I was like, I don't want to have to have another <clears throat> social media network that's literally only just to text somebody and then they'll see it and then it's gone. I'd rather do that with like something I'm already using. But what I like about Snapchat, well, I like the old Snapchat the best before they had all the shows and the ads and whatnot. Mm-hmm. They don't have ads really. Like they'll maybe put like one or two ads into your like your friend's stories. But what I really like about Snapchat, see, I think this is why I'm upset that I haven't like invested in understanding Discord. It's like you only see your friend's mm-hmm. shit. And you get there's yeah. wild stuff. That that will get put on like Snap. Well, when I was in my like early twenties, like you just put like oh a, yeah, because Snapchat yeah, you could ju- see like pe- just, things that were posted like nearby you. Yeah, right, there's whatever. that, but like there's it's also like your homies. Like it's primarily like mm-hmm. your homies or people where you just be yeah. an idiot, and they're the only ones that are going to see it. Whereas like Instagram, uh, there's a lot of people that you might know that you kind of don't know, and mm-hmm. if you're wilding out, like you don't really want to throw it on your stories. Least I would want to, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, but I definitely did that at, on Snapchat. Like, <laughs> there's one time I missed a flight. And I was just absolutely trashed, and I kind of like Snapchatted the whole thing, dude. It was it was great. <laughs> Snapchat was blown. I wouldn't do that on Instagram. I would do that, uh, but I have done that on Snapchat, and and I still like I mm-hmm. talk to people on that. Like, I don't feel mm-hmm. like anyone. Ta- I mean, I maybe I'm just too old, but I don't DM anybody. I don't really like, I mean, I get sent, oh, really? I get sent hilarious videos. That's the one thing I will say about Instagram. Like, fuck, dude, the reels mm-hmm. and some of the stories and like the comedians that are on there, like, oh my God, dude. Yeah. They're yeah. so, I've sent yeah, you shit some. You like, send me is always it's just there, so too. funny. It's so funny. It's like, it, and I miss that about like, Vine. I thought Vine was the greatest thing in the mm-hmm. world. And then uh, how did was, that die, was, dude? Uh, who bought it? Twitter, Twitter bought, bought it, it and killed it, I think. Like somebody bought it and, and killed it or integrated it into their yeah, thing and it's just Twitter. killed it off. Because Vine, was, people got famous from that, like legitimately yeah. like movie, like King Batch, still love him. You know, mm-hmm. <clears throat> but there's, I mean, that was a whole wave of people. When when did Vine ended? What? Like it was like 2015, yeah, I think. Yeah. 2016. Yeah, when all those people like King Batch and mm-hmm. uh, several other people that are now huge YouTubers yeah. all came from Vine yeah. that were like Jake Paul was a Vine. Yeah. That's one. And the, uh, both of the Pauls. Yeah. I And I also, one of the things that, yeah, I don't know. We, one of these days we're, we should just like sit down and like hunt for social media. We should just... Mm-hmm. We should just find, like, delete. I'll delete. Well, I won't delete the Instagram, but I'll delete. Nah, nah, I'll get rid of it. <laughs> I would, though. I would fucking delete yeah. Instagram so fast if I found something that was better. Facebook has destroyed Instagram. I used to really like Instagram. I, I mean, I'm a photographer. That. So that was my Instagram was my prior to when I was like Twitter yeah. became like Twitter is now my primary social network. Instagram was my primary one. And it was because I could post my artwork. I could post pictures. I could see my friends' pictures. I could follow, like, I, f- I still have, like, I don't know how many people I follow on Instagram, but I, I followed all these uh, people that were, like, photographers. And there was actually this really cool, like, underground, like, underground. Uh, but, like, so Instagram has pretty strict content moderation. And I followed this whole group of people that were, like, private accounts that they were all photographers or they were models. A lot of them worked with nudes and like kind of like risk a content for Instagram mm-hmm. that they would be private and it would be like a if you follow this you're agreeing not to report me. It was before everything was algorithmic, mm-hmm. 
And so then you could have this kind of like cool underground thing in Instagram that now is is not a thing. I mean, I will say the one thing that Twitter has going for it is it has never had any kind of censorship in terms of like posting uh, nudity or pornography or anything like that. So there's like a lot of like sex workers that use Twitter that now are getting that are really worried that they're going to get fucked and, you know, no pun intended. (laughs) And just get kicked off of ins- of of a Twitter and have to go back into like, I mean the, that's that's a whole another rabbit hole you can go down of how bad it's for for sex workers now. It's pretty bad. But like, yeah, but like I don't know. I'm I am bummed if Twitter goes. That's going to be really shitty because I have a lot of friends that I made through Twitter that I like. I know like I know them in real life now. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I have like very deep relationships with in real life because I met them on Twitter doing music or doing art or something that like, you know, social media is kind of in this like downfall slash uptick that it's like the next generation is starting up, but there's no real like, you know, people don't use Facebook anymore. People don't really send phone numbers out unless you ask for them. So it's like, it would be difficult to like keep in touch with people. I don't think you have anything to worry about. I think that Twitter's going to be fine. I do, uh, on a different note, I do often wonder, like, what is the next social media? Because, mm-hmm. and, and I also had, like, a weird idea, which I think this, is, I want to just preface this. I think this is a terrible idea. But if you were to start something, mm-hmm. you know, the objective is to get users on there. But would it be, wouldn't it be interesting if you just didn't let any of the influencers on your new one. <laughs> yeah. Just now we need a new crop. Like the, <laughs> the opposite of what you would think they would do. What if they did? They just, we want regular people. We don't, if someone gets famous here, we don't want you to bring other people. This is, <laughs> do you mean, think, what, I feel uh, like that would work, but it's a terrible idea, but I think it could work. I don't think it would, it could work. I don't think it but could. But like, I think that would, it would be tough to get people to go to that platform. Yeah, you want. Because it would be like, you can't, like, I can't follow people I enjoy on that platform. Would yeah, I but go? you'd have to just kind of you do know? your own thing, right? You'd have to, I don't mm-hmm. even know what would need to be there, but it'd have to be, it'd have to be user, ge- everything I feel like is user generated. See, and that, and therein lies the problem, like Facebook has been able to monetize because A, they've monopolized yeah. quickly and they're an advertising company and they're a data company. So they data mine everybody on the platform and they sell ads to them and sell ads in general. Twitter, Twitter sells ads, not really anymore because all the advertisers have pulled out, but what else can you do with Twitter? Like the data, like your idea about generating, like training an AI with it, that makes perfect sense because you have people like speaking freely and real, you know, out there, but, you can't like the whole like you know no not, there's not enough people there are dumb people that would pay to be able to use twitter but not enough to make it like be able to stay afloat as it is yeah i don't even know like if you could i don't even know if it'd be possible to start like a you know social media site where you had your users that would pay to be on there like how like how dope a shit would have to be on there for oh it would have to be like it would have to be something, something to to pay. Like I, I would pay for like social medias that I I know that could be like it had like hella good functionality or something, or there was like 
I don't know. I don't know if I would, to be honest. Or it, like, honestly, if there was one that was just like, pay five, like something like a nominal fee, and we won't sell your information, we won't play, we won't give you ads, we won't do all of this. I might consider that. Yeah. But like, just pay to to use social media. I don't think I don't use it enough to want to do that. Yeah. I think. I think that's fair. Well, listen. As always, man. I enjoyed our fireside chat. It's, what else, it did I good. miss anything else, or am I all caught up on the world? Uh, uh, Amazon is the first company to ever lose a trillion dollars in valuation. Wait, what? Yeah, Amazon, what is it? Amazon, Google, Facebook, and Twitter combined are now not as profitable as Apple, or, or valued as much as Apple. F- Basically, like, all of the uh, the pandemic gains that all of those companies made have now been wiped out that's interesting yeah wow like amazon's getting ready to lay off around ten thousand people yeah because uh all of the online online shopping and shipping too uh has all gone back to the rates it was pre-pandemic and so now all of those companies that had like like amazon that blew up you know and they've all of their value has gone down and they're having to like shutter quite a lot of stuff in order to, and they're saying, I think what I read that the 10,000 people, they're going to be mostly laying off people from the Alexa division and the uh, like engineering kind of technology sector, not just not warehouse people. Oh no, they can't lay those people off, man. No, no way. Well, that's fascinating. I have to definitely look into that story, bro. Super interesting. It was kind of a, an interesting uh, week to go off into the woods. Yeah, was, man. Well, I'm, glad it, I, some, I'm glad I did it. Nothing horribly significant, but a lot of interesting stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. Well, folks, thank you so much for listening. As always, best way to support the channel is to like and subscribe. Um, and subscribe on any... Where you find the show anywhere we get podcast. Anywhere where you get podcasts, go ahead and subscribe to that as well. We love you guys. We appreciate you. John, I do feel like you did a great job of giving me the unbiased. There was a little bias, but raw truth. I'm glad we didn't get down to the DeSantis. Uh, oh, God. The DeSantis. Uh, is he going to run for, you know, president and whatnot? Yeah, you know, who will. knows which way the wind's going to blow? I don't know. It's going to be uh, obviously Trump DeSantis he, primary. You're not going to vote for him. Uh, <laughs> I don't really know who you're going to vote for. Probably the libertarian candidate. I feel that I'll probably make know. that same choice. Um, but yeah, the, the the first part of the election cycle is over. we got two years of freedom left, friends. It's going to be a glorious... Oh, the, the presidential cycle is going to spin up fast. They're saying Trump's going to declare tomorrow. <laughs> so... <laughs> So it's starting already. Let's go, dude. The world is going to get fucking crazy. We will see what happens. But remember, you can only control a few things. Your attitude, your effort, and what you put in your body. And that's it. That's true. All right, folks. We'll chat with you next week. Peace. Peace. Peace.